Oi, bang on. Oi, right, yeah, bang on. Oi, right there. Yeah, bass beer. Yeah, right there. On draft. In. I do believe it's called bass. Bottle. <laughs> bottle. It's in a bottle. Oh, you say my bottle? Yeah, no, right, you get it on draft or out of a, my bottle. I don't want to drink it out of your bottle. It's not on my bottle, it's a bottle. Look, man, you gotta speak clear. You're Oi. saying bottle. Just open your ears and listen to what I'm saying. My ears are open. Don't right. treat me. You can get bass on drought. It's bass, first of all. <laughs> you know, I spit all over the, 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 you can the, get the it screen here. On drought and in bottle. <laughs> on drought? <laughs> on drought and in bottle. What's a drought? <laughs> Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I am Doug. And I'm Justin. And we are recording from our new home. Yay! We are in the basement of a building. Of a building, yes. We are at 185 North Wabash. It's yeah. the Elephant and Castle on the corner of Lake and Wabash. Yes, and they're kind enough to host us here. And this is a pretty fucking sweet room. Yes, there's a giant uh, glass window that you can come and stare at us while we record if you yeah. choose. Grab a beer. Grab a beer Come upstairs. downstairs. And just watch us record. Yeah. And Haig came up to me. He's like, you said that. Why are they going to come watch you record? What are they going to... Can you go in? And I was like, no, you can't get in unless you're a guest. Yeah. I said, but if someone comes to the door, maybe they'll be a guest. Maybe. He said, why would people want to do that? I said, because Elephant Castle is a cool fucking place to go. That's right. We've That's already had right. a couple of people just peeking in like, what's up? Right. Yeah. Oi, what's going on there? Oi, are you drinking bass and bottles? Hey, are you banging on down there? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Guys, still nailing the accents. Doug is spot on with I accents. I am killing Every, it. Also, well, go ahead. Uh, but before we get started, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about Elfin Castle. Uh, yes. We've got some daily specials to check out. <laughs> First of all, if you guys have seen Dunkirk, come on by Elfin Castle. If you want to see where it was filmed, come down here. <laughs> Allegedly, Christopher Nolan filmed it here. I don't he know. Wrote, that's what I heard. From what I heard, he wrote most of the movie in these walls. That's in these walls. Yeah, on the walls, too. Yeah. If some, you, if yeah. You, Knock down some of the walls, you'll see some you'll of the You'll find scripts. screenplays, yeah. Yeah, you'll find some of the first uh, <laughs> first cuts. Right, yeah. First drafts. Uh, but uh, as always, I got happy hours Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, you got half price uh, snack and shares. Yeah. Select droughts and house wines. <laughs> uh, they've also got a one and done Monday. So basically, like, they tap a keg at 5 p.m. every Monday and they pour it until it's gone, y'all. It's $3. $3. And it's fucking amazing. It's a party. Uh, you got tin up Tuesdays on all tins, twenty five percent off. And it took me a while to figure out what that meant. Thank on you. The I was going to ask. Yes. What's a tin? Tins is, is a can of beer. Oh, so yes. So three, I think you mean twenty five percent aluminium. Right, it's an aluminium aluminium thing of beer. <laughs> thing. So yeah, tin up Tuesdays, all tins, twenty five percent off. Uh, yes, you got wine down Wednesdays. You got wine by the glass, which is one off. Uh, and you've got wine by the bottle, which is half price. There you go. I'm assuming that means $1 off. That is $1 off. <laughs> you get one off. You get, it's a one off. You got uh, one warning. You get uh, grossed out Thursdays. Goosed out Thursday. There we go. Goosed out Thursday. Goose Island drought or bottle. 25%. Draft or bottle. Uh, it says drought. <laughs> right, but mine. it's draft. Okay, drought or bottle. 25% off. Guys, <laughs> I drink alcohol. <laughs> Uh, Saturday and Guys, Sunday. I might be doing this, this moving forward. <laughs> Guys, Saturday and Sunday, you got mimosas and Bloody Marys for five bucks. Come on down. Check it out. Dunkirk. It's, it's historical. <laughs> it Elf is. Elf in yeah. the castle. 
185 North Wabash. You knew exactly what I was trying to say. I got you. Yeah, that's why we do this so well. Also, in studio, you won't be hearing him because he does not like because to be Because you never hear him. Right. But you, he's always there. You never hear him coming, but he's always there. Ooh, wait. Oh, wait. Let me mm. rephrase that. Well, I heard he's pretty, pretty, he's a, he's a monster. No, you bag. hear him coming. Oh, you hear him coming. Like, big time. Like, yeah. It's, Mr. Drew Dahl yay! is back from San Diego. <laughs> he's visiting us. He's uh he's just right behind us recording us. Right, he's got a camera on us. It's very creepy. He's breathing. Right. You can hear it. <laughs> I can feel it on my neck. I, I can always feel it. I can feel him breathing on my neck again. <laughs> the lesser known Phil Collins. I heard Phil Collins wrote <laughs> most of his Phil Collins that was live. Most, most of his songs in Elephant and Castle. <laughs> I heard that too. Like he's you know, he's just you remember him going I'm right here. That drum beat echoes through the hallways of it Elephant does. Castle. <laughs> At night? Yes. When you close, they always hear the... There's a lot of history here, guys. <laughs> All I'm saying, there's a lot of history here. <laughs> the more you drink, the more you'll hear that. Exactly. Yeah. And there's more to tell. Right. Absolutely. So stop by Elephant Castle. 185 North Wabash. Check it out. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> For what it's worth, too, I did used to come here a lot and I still do yeah uh, I, I enjoy coming to this place well I have to say uh, this is my very first time stepping foot in this place and it was fucking bumping yeah like, lots well there's going a on. Steve Winwood concert he's playing his greatest hits oh wait the race car driver yep that's the one nice he's playing his greatest NASCAR hits <laughs> nice. in, in the Chicago vroom, theater vroom vroom uh, beep 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 so yeah they get a lot of traffic when there's toot toot let me give me that beep beep a lot of traffic when there's concerts over there so especially race car drivers they're, they love a nice English pub. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the one thing I, they're known for. For sure. For sure. Uh, who's Steve Winward? Steve Win- he's a uh, musician. Gotcha. Yeah. Woodwind kind of guy? No, Steve Winwood. He's like a, a light light rock. Gotcha. Yeah, from the 70s. Uh, sounds like a guy that would like woodwinds. Yeah, or race car driving. That too. Yeah. He's a dude that loves the clarinet. Me, Just absolutely loves See, now i got to figure out. I cannot. I've been trying to remember which which of his songs are like the big songs. Uh, I'm willing to bet it has. You said Light Rock. That sounds. Uh, Steve Winwood. Like Yanni. Is yeah. that the guy's name? Yanni. Um, Is that the guy who plays like the, the flute? Yes. That's. Yanni plays the saxophone. <laughs> Is that Yanni? No. Yeah. Wait, is it? No. Who's it? Who Wait, no. Yanni plays. Kenny G plays the saxophone. That's who it is. Yanni Kenny. plays. Does he play the guitar? No. Piano. No. Does he sing? Wait. <laughs> what does Yanni do? Hold on. Steve Hold Winwood. on. No. <laughs> I want to know what Yanni does first. Greatest hits. Higher Love. Oh! Higher Love. Yanni? How do you spell even Yanni? Ya? Y A N N I, I think is how you do it. I put an E there. There should be no E. Yanni. Yanni. He's a Greek composer. So there's that. I feel like I remember seeing... Ah, keyboard pianist. Yeah. Okay. Composer, but mainly pianos. I think I remember seeing... He tickles seeing those like... ivories with his mustache. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I think Brrr. I remember him, like... It was like late night commercials for y- the best of Yachty. And it's him just wind blowing as he's playing oh, yeah. some stuff. I'm like, what? In the 90s, they had the best... Of those types of commercials, yes, they were the worst. They still have the them, yeah. but they're they were something you else. You gotta in watch the 90s. like Spike TV at like twelve thirty at night. I still get okay. I don't know if you have this, but I still get freaked out when I'm so I'm thirty four years old. I'm happily married for eight years, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> I still seven and a half years. I still get, get it right or pay the price. Freaked straight. out when I late night TV. 
I'm watching, you know, one of my movies on TBS, right, late yeah, night. Oh, God. Uh, the Hangover or uh, what, what it may be. I don't know. The Proposal I watched the other night. Uh, and one of those sex phone line commercials come up. Like, we have the hottest girls. We're waiting to talk to you and hear your fantasies. And it's all these scantily clad girls who, the older I get, I'm just like, God damn it. Have they always been that age? <laughs> ah! like, it's just... and. Beth will be sleeping on the couch and I'll get freaked out like trying to change the channel. I mean, she's going to wake up and think I'm watching porn and I don't, I'm like, there should be no concern. It's a fucking commercial. Yeah. It'll be over in 30, 60 seconds. I think you'd be like, look at this. Right. Someone you thinks they're going to talk to this Believe this. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's totally not who But I still to. get, every time it comes on, I get freaked out. I'm just like either lowering the volume or trying to change the channel because yeah. I feel guilty still. Jill and I were watching something a while ago and like it was on like one of those channels. It was probably on IFC or something like that. And uh, it was one of the things pop up. It was for a very specific type of girl. Okay. It was almost like girls from Sicily. I'm like, that's a <laughs> oddly specific. Or it was like Eastern Europe, you know, right, yeah. women. Or but it was like it like really named the region or the very specific. I was like, that's kind of unusual. Like, right. That's that's who you really women want. from the Caspian Sea. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Is this a is this a pirate movie? Speaking of which, nope. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. This That's is fine. this is something that happens when I sit on this side. Uh -huh. Is that so? There was a girl who just walked into the men's bathroom. Uh oh. And shut that. I expected the door to open right away and her to walk out. It was a solid fifteen seconds. Yeah. And then she walks out, turns around and walks back in and goes, ha! Like she has to. Look. This is one of the best parts about filming at, or recording at a bar is that the people watching is just Barna. I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to look. Right. I was like, I don't want to know. I'm just going to I'm going to focus on you yeah. and you'll let me know if I'm in danger. Oh, yeah. No, no. If someone's coming through the window, I'll let you know. Yeah. Like, Other than that, we're, we're good. We're good. to go. Um, that's very weird. That the yeah. commercial was so specific. Yeah, I thought it was funny. It was like, do you want to marry a woman? Do you want them from Sicily? Yeah. Okie dokie. Okie dokie, Dr. Jones. Call this number down below. Right. They're waiting for you. I'm like, okay. All right. Thank you. All right. I won't be calling that. Thank but you very okay. much. Yeah. So uh, I asked you a couple weeks ago to remind me to tell you a story. That and was very funny. Like a good friend, I totally forgot. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I rushed home and told Jill. Okay. Because I had to tell her. But um, <laughs> so uh, i trying to think of the best way to tell this. <laughs> Uh, so at my job, <laughs> um, uh, our clients can essentially call in uh, and request work to be done okay. on some of the places where they live. And, uh, in this particular case, uh, this person had gone online, put in a request to have something done and they put in some photos of, you know, the stuff that needed to be fixed and everything like that. And then all of a sudden, uh, someone who works at my company got a phone call. And uh, it was a guy who was like kind of half chuckling, but then also like, you know, very kind of like calm. He was like, hey, uh, <laughs> uh, I need you to look up a work order number. And in the background, you hear, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's like from a woman. And it's kind of weird dynamic, super calm versus like super. So like, in the background on his end. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You hear, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's like, it's cool. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. Hey, um, can you pull up a work order for me? And they're like, okay. Uh, they pull up the work order. And uh, they look in and... I goes, already love where this is going. He goes, hey, uh, I need you to delete 
uh, one of the photos <laughs> that's on there. Oh, and he's kind of chuckling, and the girl goes, okay. And she looks, and the way it was described to me, <laughs> which I find hilarious, well, first of all, it was a picture of a girl giving a dude a blowjob. All right. And the way it was described to me was it was almost like super professionally done. Like a, a glam like, shot? Like a glam shot. Like <laughs> they said it was really like oh, professional. No. Oh, there was no. like rocks and water in the background. Like, what? And were, they, were they at a Sybaris? I don't, well, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you haven't a, seen those commercials no. either? Was it like it's a bathhouse? The, no, it's like the, 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 the sex resort you can go to. What? It's like in the suburbs and it's what? every room has like a, ju- oh, a giant no. pool. And a slide that goes into it, oh, and a nice bed with no. mirrors, and basically you go there to just to fuck for days. But oh, I feel every like I've heard of this. Every time we see a commercial of it, we just see these people in the pool, and Beth's like, "That's disgusting." Do yeah. you know what has happened in those pools? Yeah, and they don't clean those. Oh, that's so. so in my awful. head, I'm just expecting this waterfall at a Sybaris. Like they've, oh. they've rented a room out there. Oh my god! They're like, well, it's cheap. And this is the, by the jungle hour. room. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> apparently, oh, no. um, this dude's pretty well endowed because this girl, this girl, not very far on the dude's Johnson. Okay. Like, just doing the best that she can. Right, but right. Just not much happening. Right, right. But it's predominantly her face. So, you realize the reason why she's screaming is because it's her face. Like, you can see who she is. There's 100%. no obstructions. Yeah. But tastefully done at the same time. Right. No, it's art. So, you hear... One could argue. You hear in the background... You tell them to delete it. You tell them to delete it right now. He's like, I'm working on it. I'm working. He's like, can you delete this? And she goes, unfortunately, I can't from my end. Oh, no. I got to involve my team. I have to go and get my manager. <laughs> I love this so much. So she goes oh, to no. the head of the department. And she no. goes, oh, she no. goes, hey, um, <laughs> I need you to look at a work order. He's like, okay. <laughs> and he pulls it up. And he goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he looks at her and he looks at that. And he goes, I think we need to get the vice president in here. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like the scene in like uh, 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 Friends has done it. Other doctor shows have done uh-huh. it where so- someone's got a weird boil on their ass. Yeah. And they're like, hold on. I need to bring a specialist <laughs> yeah. in. Johnson, come in here. He's like, oh, hold on. We you, need to bring someone from radio. You got to see this. Yeah, and then the whole hospital's there. Yeah. yeah. So they bring in the VP and he goes, whoa, look at this guy. <laughs> he goes, I can see why he's not in a hurry to take this down. He should be proud of himself. Like Jesus. <laughs> and uh, ultimately, uh, they were able to delete it. But uh, how high up did this go? This went to like the head of that department. Oh, no. Like, yeah. The, the top two folks in that department. <laughs> We're sitting there staring at a dude <laughs> a blowjob. A tastefully done right. photo. At a Sybaris. At a, yeah. at a Sybaris getting a blowjob. So the thing that I laughed at, I was like, what if the roles were reversed and I was that person? And I had to go to my boss, who was a woman, and I had to go, hey, I need you to bring up a work order. Right. Well, see, if that's the thing, <laughs> I, you would have to preface it. I would have been like, hey, look, I've already got HR in here as my witness. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a great. I wouldn't have even thought about that. I'd be like, hey. I just need you here HR. because let's go. I was like, I just I need you to know that this is not like there's nothing ill will. Like I literally have a request from I'd, somebody. I'd rather to not this. be standing in your office right now. Like, look, I don't want to be here at right. all. But I, if I had the power, I would take care of this. But I don't. I need your help. This is why we lobby to let us delete shit. Yeah. 
And I'd be like, that'd be so awful yeah. and so uncomfortable to be like, hey, can you look at this? Oh, my God. Can you look at this picture? So there's a woman fellatiating. <laughs> A gentleman. Is that the word? Is it filleting? Is it filleting? I don't know. I hope she's not filleting. <laughs> That'd be painful. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, oh you, ever, you, ever, you ever done something like that? No. No, 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 no. Either, neither submitted nor seen anything. The only thing I'd done recently uh, in, in having to go in uh, was, was talk to... So there's a guy at my work who tells terrible jokes. Um, like both. what? Well, so for example... Oh, okay. I'll give you one of his more like, oh, okay. I'll preface it with this. He has issues with social cues. Mm -hmm. We'll say that, right? Um, But he operates well enough to have held a full-time job at this company for 30 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, so he comes around, he likes to, he does, he does jokes. He's, he's the joke guy, right? So he tells jokes all the time. One of his jokes is, uh, why couldn't the, the bicycle stand up? I don't know. It was too tired. Right? So you hear it and you're like, ah, that's clever. Thanks, bud. You know, and he, great. Okay. I'm sure she goes, <laughs> another one, another one. <laughs> what else do you have for me? <laughs> Kindred spirit. <laughs> so, so he tells these type of jokes. So he's out of town this week and mm-hmm. I, I've been walking around being like, hey, since so and so is out of town, I'm going to be telling you your jokes. <laughs> Only the people that I, that yeah. I'm good with. Uh, the joke that I chose to lead with this week, you'll find this amusing, is why does a chicken coop only have two doors? I don't know. Because if it had four doors, it'd be a chicken sedan. Ow! Car joke! Doug loves them. hate car jokes. So anyway, so there, he... Those are examples of more of his PG ones. What are his R-rated ones? So that's the thing. (laughs) So he comes around and he'll... I sit... We sit in a cubicle farm, basically. I sit here. In front of me is a woman. About 10 feet to my right is a woman. And then there's a, a dude who sits uh, in front of her, right? And so across the wall is two other women. He comes up to my desk and he'll say these terrible, filthy jokes. And he's like, but I would. I know I can tell you that, but, you know, because, you know, That's great, you're a guy. It makes you look complicit in the crime. That's perfect. Because I, you, I, you're a guy. I wouldn't tell that around mixed company or, or around a woman. Jesus and I was like, Christ. do you not... The level that you're speaking right now is not in a, a hushed whisper in my ear. They all heard you, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no, come on, dude, you have the 30 years you've worked And here. that's why he was called a chicken fucker. Right? That's essentially what it is. Jesus Christ, man. So there was a week where he had told a couple of them, and it was around a lot. And so one of them was, uh, how do you make a hormone? I don't know. You don't pay her. So I argue that one's actually pretty good. But I argue from a logical standpoint, it would not make her moan. It would no. get her angry, yeah. and she'd yell at you. Yeah, she wouldn't go. Uh, right. She'd be like, "Hey, hey, I'm gonna kill you if you don't pay me my money." This is my Venmo information. Right. You pay me right now. Right now. No excuses. Uh, so that one, I was yeah, really eating sense. lunch with Rob, and uh, he came up and told us that we're like, ah, that one. So. I Rob wouldn't make eye contact with them, and I was like, uh, "Ah, that's a rough one, man." Like, and I was like, "I'm tired of complicitly like going like, you know, oh, that's clever, haha." Like, so I'm I'm like, from now on, I'm gonna tell. If I don't like one, I'm gonna tell him. I don't like that one. It's like that's a rough one, man. I, I don't know about that. So he runs off and tells someone else by the elevator, and this guy is in management, and he's oh, just God. like, 
hey, you might want to be careful who you tell that to. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I just know that we're, you know, we're friends. I know I can tell you. And he's like, yeah, no, that's great. You might want to be careful who you tell that to. Yeah. And who can hear you and who, like, just be careful, man. It's like, don't, basically. So that was one. And then there was another one. And then the one that was the icing on the cake. So I ended up emailing our HR person. Oh, shit. And I said, look, so we're going to call him Chad, right? Uh, the email was Chad's jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> and I said, I'm sure this isn't the first time you've received an email with that subject. <laughs> However... <laughs> It's However, like, here's the ten minutes here's the ten that minute. <laughs> uh, I just received from him over the past three months. So he, <laughs> right? Yeah. Here's his his tight five minutes. Yeah. So he, I, I was like, basically, I said, I personally have never been offended by one of his jokes, but given the social, the current social climate, I feel I would feel remiss if I did not say something. I almost feel like I have to say something at this point because it's it's uncomfortable, and I don't want to be implicated. I don't want to be. I'm looking out for not only the well-being of everyone else. I don't want my ass to be in trouble for overhearing a joke, right? The second, the, the joke that threw it over the line was, he goes, did you hear I'm in trouble with the Boy Scouts? Oh, boy. Already. That setup, you're like, this isn't good. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I said, no, what? And he goes, I ate a brownie. I was like, that, uh, that's an oral sex pedophilia double combo. Uh, I'm like, I was like, that's, so I just stared at him. I was like, that's not cool, man. And he kind of like awkwardly walked away. And I was like, no, like email our HR person. She called me into her office and goes, so what were the jokes you told? I'm like, I don't want to do this. You're like, please. Was, she's like, she's like, I won't be offended, but I, I got to know. And I was like. And Justin goes, as a fan of comedy, I feel like I have to give them the levity and the delivery that right, they deserve. That they deserve. He's like, ha ha, cha cha cha. Yeah. All right, lady. Put up my best Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, did you hear I got in trouble with the Boy Scouts? Hey, oh, yeah. oh. ate a brownie. No. Oh, ah, so, ah, Yeah, so I had. You started throwing in some of your own to like just gauge how well it goes. Why does a chicken coop have two doors? This is a chicken fucker. She's like, that's not that too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. You're like, ha, thank you. That one was mine. Right. <laughs> you see? You see what a good joke is? <laughs> but that was the awkward. Uh, that, I, I have had to go and, and, and stand in front of someone and be like, it wasn't showing them a picture of something, but I had to repeat these jokes in, in a very uncomfortable setting and this yeah. and that. And so uh, it's just like, how do you handle people like that at work? It's tough. Because like, there's part of me, the nice guy in me is just like, oh, good one, man. Good one, Chad. That's good. But the, the real time, part of annoying. me. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So yeah. now what I'll do is I'll just put my headphones on. Like, like I'm on a call with, with my, and if he sees that, he knows, don't bother that person because I'm with a customer. And so if I hear him coming down the hall, put this on, I'm just typing, not talking. And he's like, and he'll just walk away. And I was just like, I don't, I hate that I have to do this, but you don't, you don't stop. Yeah. You don't stop. I had a guy at the hotel who used to, uh, <laughs> he'd give me the, the joke of the day and they were always very questionable. Yeah. And one of the favorite ones. <laughs> I remember that he told me was he's like, so a man and a young boy are walking into a forest, and the deeper in they go, the boy turns to the man and goes, "Gee, Mister, I'm really scared." And the guy goes, "I know, me too. I'm gonna be walking out of here alone." <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is not. I was fun. like, "Wow, uh, that's got rape and or murder <laughs> of a young boy right in it." Ooh. Good Lord. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what was your legitimate reaction was, to that? It was my standard your, uh, demeanor of like, oh, cool, I don't want to rock the boat. <laughs> That's great. Right. Can't wait to hear the next one. Right. You know? Yeah. 
And I, I like, just feel like you shouldn't have to do that. Like there, like I'm getting to the point where I think I'm going to just start going, "Hey, that wasn't funny." Or you just be like, "Hey, you can stop. I don't want to hear your jokes anymore." Right. Take me off your rotation. <laughs> Take me off your list. Right. Yeah. You 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 got your roster of people you hit going down. I don't want to hear the shit, man. Yeah, like, I don't want to hear. I yeah. really just don't want to do it anymore. Well, why? You're not funny, man. You're like this is just not the place for right. it. You know, like when someone pulls you in to tell you a joke, it should be like, oh, shit, this is going to be good. Right. I can't wait to hear. Well, and also, is. if I have an acquaintance at work, I don't tell them the same jokes that if I come across Bob at work, mm-hmm. I'll be like, or Hag, yeah. I'll be like, hey, come here. Yeah. And I'll tell him a joke. And it's hysterical. Like, we'll laugh about it. And, you yeah. know, like in the privacy of people that I know really well, I'll say heinous things. Of course. You know, and that's and it's you're in a safe place. You know this person means no harm by it. Yeah. Uh, but if it's an acquaintance, they don't know they don't know where I'm coming from from every aspect. They don't. They haven't known me for 20 years. I'm not going to tell them. Like I'm going to curtail what I say because you don't want it to. Say, like you just can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's so funny because you don't know how they're going to react. You don't no. know them. No. You don't know enough about that. You don't know enough about their sensibilities. And yeah. sometimes I find myself getting way too comfortable uh, with stuff. Um, <laughs> just just the other day, we were getting candy out of uh, to kind of wake ourselves up in a meeting. And someone's like, "Oh, nerds!" I'm like, "The, the candy, not yeah. like, oh, we're eating nerds." Yeah. But they're like, "Oh, cool, nerds!" They're like, um, "Do you got any other colored ones in there?" And I go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! I know it's 2018, but you still got to whisper that word. You can't just be saying that all willy nilly." <laughs> and immediately, funny. as you said it, did you go, "Oh, wrong setting"? No. Oh, I you mean, felt everyone comfortable. Laughed. Enough. Okay. Everyone laughed, and then. Uh, uh, Someone else came in. I'm like, oh, I just missed a good joke. And someone goes, I don't know if they, I would call that a joke. I'm like, you were laughing. You were keeled over behind the podium laughing. Right. So fuck you. <laughs> but I'm like, right. I am still at work. <laughs> I should probably be. There's well, that, that goes back to my thing of like, I don't know how you're employed still. Some of the stuff that you can, you're so comfortable there, man. Hey, we we know each other pretty well. I know you do. You yeah. Know? I'm like, eh, we get along pretty well. Do you feel like you've gotten like? Weirdly close with the people that you work with at this job, oh, like I as quick say as weirdly close. I'd say awesomely close. Like as quick as you, like because you haven't been there for more than three years, right? Three, four I'll, years. I'll be coming up on four years in yeah. July. So, well, I guess that's that's enough time. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like you you made some bonds like real shockingly quick there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did the same thing with you and Drew. Right, but we're different. Yeah, yeah, I we're know. different. You're different. Different. I mean, we were popping each other's zits after six months. Yo, yeah. Remember that, Drew? You remember the zip popping? Yeah, man. Yeah. Drew's like, ah, Doug, my back, it hurts. What's going on? I pulled up your shirt, and I was like, there's a giant, There's a giant boil there. Yeah, man. We just popped it. Got to get that shit out. Got to get that shit out. <laughs> remember that, Drew? Popping each other's assholes. You won't hit, well, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? We took it to a point I don't want to go to. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's keep it going. Yes, and. <laughs> yeah, we were t- fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time we submitted a work order of yeah. giving each other blowjobs? <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back around full circle. Um, I do remember a time when I was younger and I had to do that awkward thing where I had to tell somebody something that I didn't want to. Oh, yeah. It was uh, I was in second grade, and I remember this very vividly because I went to go use the bathroom, and someone had pooped in there, and they didn't flush it, and it was like bright red. That's and I was good. like, I was like, whoa, red poop. This is hilarious because I'm in second grade. This Even is where it, Doug's fascination. This is where Doug's fascination with poop happened. Drew. This turned, is where it happened. He turned to Drew to tell. Yeah, him I'm like, hey, Doug, Drew, we figured it out. 
And I remember coming into the classroom and I was like, whoa, you guys aren't going to believe what I just saw in the bathroom. And my teacher goes, Doug, I need you to stay behind while everyone else goes out to recess. Choose your words carefully. Well, I mean, which is funny because as a kid, I was like, every, it was recess time. She goes, right. everyone go to recess. Doug, you need to stay behind. And you're like, what? I was like, oh, fuck. What just happened? She <laughs> sat down and calmly goes, I need you to tell me in detail what you saw in the bathroom. And I can only imagine from her perspective, like right, what right. I was like, dude, you will not believe what I saw. I right. was like, so is it? Yeah, in her mind, she's like, did someone leave porn in there? Drugs? Was it drugs? Smoking, Were two people doing stuff to each yeah. other? Was it like ab- abuse? Was it? Yeah, uh, yeah and so many. T- things. This was a Catholic school that I was <laughs> oh, going to as no. well. So I think she just thought the worst. No, and I just was like, I remember sitting there with my head down. I just go, I saw. I saw a big red poop. <laughs> you did not say that. <laughs> what else was I going to say? I saw I saw big a red big red poop. And she goes, oh, well, that was probably oh, just no. something somebody ate. <laughs> a lot of beats. And I was, she was like, you can go to recess now. And I was like, okay. And I was just like, I didn't want to talk about it anymore. I'm like, I did something terribly wrong or something. And I was just like so ashamed. But I'm like, I have to say. She poop shamed me. I was like, I saw a big red poop. <laughs> Is there, is there anything worse than like, like God damn it, I have to say this, and I really just don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> but that's you have to. terrible. Yeah, yeah, that was one yeah. of those fantastic moments. I don't, I don't like anything about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was, there was another one where this is. Just we a, finally made Drew uncomfortable enough to where he's like, nope, too much poop talk. I'm going up. He's like, whatever. I'm leaving. He's like, I live in San Diego where the poop runs like wine. You know. <laughs> Who's going to go upstairs and enjoy Elephant and Castle? Yes, because it's Thursday. <laughs> and what, what do we got for Thursday? Uh, it's goosed out. It's grossed out Thursday, Drew. Goosed out. 25% off. Go get you some. Drew, say something so the people know you're real. <laughs> Just silently shakes his head. Nope. nope. I won't do it. Not doing it, not assholes. Doing it. Not doing it. Not now. Not ever. Not ever. Not now. Not ever. There was another time. I think it was uh, around Christmas. And uh, I had pooped my pants. Um, this was a year ago. Uh, <laughs> um, and I was young, but I was old enough to like, you know, know better where I shouldn't be doing it. Sure. And usually the, 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 on Christmas Eve, we got to open up a present. Yeah. And then Christmas day, we'd open up everything. I remember my mom for Christmas dinner, she goes, all right. In front of just my brother and my dad, it was just like the four of us. Yeah. The family. She goes, all right. After we eat, David will get to open a present. Oh no. And Doug. You will not get to open a present. And why is that? I remember just like crouching down, really slinking really down low to my chair. And I go, because I pooped my pants. Because <laughs> that's right. So you will have to watch as David opens a present. That's terrible. And you will not get to. And I was like, okay. Okay. It's <laughs> so sad. I just remember just it's my so shoulders sad. hunched. I pooped my pants. I pooped my pants. <laughs> and big rib poop in my pants. And I just remember watching my brother open up. I'd never been so devastated at that point in my life where I just watched my brother enjoy it. He's like, yeah, look at this present. Oh, I'm, I'm like, sure your brother. I was just like. Mm. Dave, 100%. I can totally see him just relishing in the like, fact. I feel like I took my, my lashes like a man, though. Yeah. I took it. I took it. And I was like, <laughs> I shouldn't have put my pants. I will now. N- now, henceforth, will never, never put again. My pants. <laughs> Never again. I uh, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I have a poop my pants story. I pooped the bed one time. Oh, and that wasn't good. Yikes! But it wasn't my fault. I was sick, and it just came out <laughs> like that was not good. 
Yeah, I, I, I've had some close calls. Yeah, when it's come to that stuff, but I've never had anything where I've like as an adult. I'm still waiting for that to happen. I'm sure it will. It's a matter of time, really. These days, I'm like, I don't feel like my my sphincter is as as you know buff as, as it used locked to be. up as it used to be. I, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know if this is gonna. I just distinctly remember a couple years ago, yeah. I was walking home. I think it was, I can't remember where it was from, but it was a long walk from Roosevelt down to my old apartment mm-hmm. on 16th and State, and I remember just. I had to, I had taken a long train ride and everything, and I was just walking, and I was just like, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> like, I, I go, I, I think I'm literally going to have to go over into one of these alleys and just shit in a corner <laughs> because I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. As I was about to do that, five women came out from a building right behind me, and they were walking behind me, and I was like, fuck, I can't do this. <laughs> right. Because I was, I was literally turning you were ready, yeah. and they were all like, yay, we're going out tonight. I'm like, there's people behind me. And it forced me to keep walking. We're going out walking. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I just stared at them as I shit right on the sidewalk. Look Done. me in the eyes. <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm sick. Have a great night. <laughs> tell this one. Tell the, tell the world about what you've seen. <laughs> tell, write my story. <laughs> Tell my story. Kill me. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think I ever did anything though that prevented me from getting like a Christmas gift or opening something. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like if I did anything. I've done some terrible stuff that got us into. I r- almost ruined a Disney trip one time. How'd you do that? So uh, Tom Sawyer's Island. Mm. Remember that <laughs> Tom Sawyer's Island? It in it you have. Uh, there's like a tunnel in the yep. in the basement, right? In the in the under underground. I I don't know. Is it was it was it forced? Like was it like the underground railroad? Was that what it was for? Or was it just a? It was like because the they caves. dealt with yeah. I mean, it was the caves like in the Tom Sawyer. I don't story. know. I can't remember what what when that was when Tom Sawyer's era was. So I didn't know if it was still oh. in the slave era or if it was. Well, Mark Twain wrote about so you know. I, right. Well, so I don't. Yeah. I didn't, anyway, I'm I'm illiterate, so I don't know where. Sure. Yeah. Or I'm not book smart. Um, <laughs> But regardless, it was for whatever reason they have a they have an underground network of tunnels yes. in this in this island that is Tom Sawyer's Island, and uh, I thought it would be fun to to join and be part of the cast. Yes, and I was like, yes, I'll scare people because haunted houses are cool. <laughs> Even and though it's so, not a haunted house. No, it's not a haunted house, but they're cool. <laughs> but they're so cool, right? So I'll just be part. Don't worry, guys. I got this. I got this corridor. I'm a new cast member. Right. I got this. I got it. So I would hide. I hid behind a corner, and when people would come, I'd rah, jump out at them and laugh my ass off because they were they were so scared. That was me. That was very unprofessional. I'm sorry. Let me just go ahead and silence this. Ha! Ah! <laughs> Throw it across the room. Get a new phone tomorrow. Um, awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I I would jump out at them. And they would get terrified, and I would laugh, and I would set it back up and be like, "Shh, don't tell anyone." <laughs> this little fucking asshole of a kid. <laughs> My mom and stepdad. I had not told them this was I was joining the cast of Disney mm. World. So they just looked down, and I was gone. Yeah. And I was hiding. In purposefully all places like in there. Disney, yeah. So it was probably a solid. I, my mom would know better because I was young, but it was. I, it had to have been. Had to have been a solid half hour, forty five oh minutes. She actually got park security. Oh wow! Like it was not good. And we had been having a great time, and then she finally found me, and I was like, "Hey, I've been, 
I've been scaring people in here. It's been awesome. Like, you should have seen. And she was like, you get your ass off. Like, grabbed me. I think she swatted me. And it was yeah. just like, Rah! she was so pissed. I remember my stepdad being pissed at me. I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah. And she's like, we're leaving. I'm like, what? Can we get some popcorn? Like, wow. It just, I shut the trip down. Wow. We got, it, we ended fine. Like, that was not the last day there or anything. But yeah. that day, shut the fuck down. And wow. I was so, and as a kid, you do that. And you just, you're like, I just wish I could go back and not do whatever I did. Like, can I just undo? And that's all you think about in your head is, why can't I go back in time right now? It's terrible. It's te- Yeah, that's when you wish you could freeze time. Right. And just be like, no. No. No, I don't want to be here. Rewind this. I'm going to do it differently. I don't know if I've told you this one before, but when I was a kid, Dave and I were in JCPenney's. Mm-hmm. And they had this giant glass display. I have heard with this all one. the yes, shelves yes, and stuff like yeah. that. And Dave and I were just fucking around. There was a bunch of hats. We were grabbing hats out of them, putting like three or four hats on our head, and just running around, do whatever. And I just saw this screw in the display, and I slowly unscrewed it, and I showed it to Dave. I go, "Dave, look at this!" And he goes, "Oh no!" And he it was like, out of a sitcom, he tries to put it back in. Yeah. As he does, the whole thing fucking collapses and shatters. And I have just bits and pieces of the memory after that yeah. because I think I blacked out <laughs> because I was like, you were so I was like, terrified. all I remember is yeah. my mom came over, ripped the hats off my head. And then I remember sitting down by the cash register, just like sitting there going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? Now, did you get in trouble for it or did Dave? Oh, uh, we both did. You both did. OK, we both got in deep yeah. shit. But the funny because I could see Dave putting the like. He was the last person to make a lunge towards it before it collapsed and him getting blamed for it. I, again, you know, our memories aren't always the best. Sure, but I yeah. think I remember just being like, yeah, that one was on me. Like, I remember <laughs> I, I felt that way. I was like, I fucked up. Sorry, like, buddy. Yeah. That was that was me. Sorry. And uh, I remember it was so funny because years later, like 10, 12, 13 years later, Dave got a job at JCPenney. Yeah. Because I remember th- that incident, like, my mom just, oh, my God, she unloaded on us. Yeah. I had to pay for that. Do you always understand what that means? Years later, Dave worked at JCPenney, and their whole policy is that they don't make customers pay for that. Sort oh, of stuff. okay. Yeah, yeah. So later on, that story came up. <laughs> oh. And he went to my mom, and he goes, and mom, you never had to pay for that, did you? And she just didn't say anything. And she he held goes, it over your head. He goes, because I- it's policy. That they don't make him do that. And she just kind of sat there and didn't say anything. else. goes, I knew it. I know. You never paid for that. Right. <laughs> Jesus She's Christ, just like, man. She added that. And a lie, you know, to sort right. of enhance the fact that, hey, look at look at what your consequences are. Right, you know? yeah. And I had, oh, man. she kept He called her out like years later. Like, yeah. hey, you, you're full of shit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it doesn't refute the fact that I shouldn't have done that. But well, it's no, like, yeah. but Take that detail out of there. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh man, I I, uh, I I not to shift gears too abruptly, but mm-hmm. I before we run out of time, I want to have enough time to talk about uh, in a very broad way. I want mm-hmm. I would like to talk about Glassdoor.com. Oh no, yeah, mm-hmm. I would love to talk about Glassdoor.com. I don't like Glassdoor.com, just like I don't like Yelp.com, <laughs> just like I don't give a shit about YourThoughts.com. <laughs> 
But poop.com. Poop.com. Guys, yeah. Mind Gap brought to you by Elephant and Castle and poop.com. <laughs> Head on over there for your first surprise. <laughs> Sign up for the mailing list. Seriously, though, don't go to poop.com. <laughs> I think I, I tried to go to it, and yeah. it was put up one of those messages saying, there's a good chance this is a like virus infected. You won't website. you won't like what yeah. you find here. So I, I backed out. You'll get like, Hepe. No, yeah. Here. Don't go. Don't go get Hepe. <laughs> um, no, I just I, I want to bring it up just because I think it's it's funny the extent that someone went to unglassdoor.com. Well, what sucks about these sorts of sites that allow you to review stuff is, first of all, everyone feels entitled to their opinion, right? And second of all, people don't use those sites. Correctly, no, not at all. Because I, some do, some, some do. do. I have, I have found good things on both, but there is an equal amount of I'm pissed, and let me here's let me tell you why. People don't understand how to give good constructive feedback. Exactly. Because I'm not looking for a five out of five star review. I'm no. not looking for that sort of stuff. <clears throat> but when people if you, give, if you had a bad, re- if you had a bad time, give it a one star. That's fine. But tell me why. But back it up with facts. Exactly. Yeah. Don't do. <clears throat> Subjective observations, opinions. Right. Don't do, well, they were treating me like this or they thought that I was. You don't know that. Right. Leave it out. Right. Give me right. the facts. Tell me what went wrong. Right. And let's look at this objectively because there's some good stuff to be had on there. I love the idea of Glassdoor.com because it gives you an opportunity to take a look at a business and hear from people who actually reviewed it. Two things wrong. You have outliers on either side. Right. And the outliers are going to be dumbasses who are mad and just aren't don't know how to write a review. Right. And they just rail on stupid shit. Or there's going to be people from the business who pretend to be people. Corporate shills. Who also yeah. try to prop up their, their I, image with I that I sort had of that stuff. as well. I have I have a glass door uh, story when when after this, yes. And it's it's just frustrating to me when I've when I've ever been to like like I said like Yelp or anything and people just first of all they decide this is their manifesto moment this is the hill they're going to die on and they're going to tell us everything there is to know right 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 and I also find it hard to believe because when it asks for like pros and cons people are never fair they're there for the cons oh they're yeah not there for the pros yeah because the pros are always something like free pop or um you get paid on time right exactly That's yeah. Like, that's the only pro. They, they really. pay you, yeah. And it's stuff like that that's frustrating because I'm like, your your full account of this is not fair, <clears throat> right? Right. Literally, take a moment to breathe and think about what's good and what's bad, right? And try to be as objective as possible. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know if I'm tooting my horn on this sort of stuff or not, but I feel like I've I've got a good ability to do that. I've yeah. had some shitty jobs, yeah, like the hotel I used to work yes, at. Yes, you have. But you know what? I got a lot of good stuff out of that. Sure. Job. Yeah. I got a lot of great experience. I learned a lot about what it takes to be a manager. I learned a lot about customer service, good and bad. I learned a lot about not, um, you know, how to how to not treat your employees well, how to not how to like really hurt morale. Like, I learned a lot of negative things. Right. And by learning those negative things, I understood the positive aspect of it. Absolutely. Which I took with me beyond to where the first time I got a chance to manage people, I was like, I will make sure they never experience what I did. Right. I will make sure that they know that I care about them, that I care about their future, that I care about their development. And even if that means they leave, at least they'll leave here with some skills that they can use elsewhere and be beneficial. Yeah. And I took that and I learned that. The only way I was going to learn that was going through that. It was six years and it fucking sucked. You know, we talked in the last podcast about, you know, the the owner of the last business that fucked me hard. But you know what? I had a lot of good experiences there, too, because it basically helped prep me for 
the place that I work at now. Right, exactly. I also got to meet you. Right, yeah. Uh, I got to work with Drew again. Right. Like, you know, I learned a lot about cameras and things like that. I mean, we got to do a lot of stuff like film Todd Hammer. Like, there was a lot of great positive things. There was some shitty this stuff. This podcast was born out of that. It was born out of that. So, I mean, there was some shitty stuff about the job, but there was also some really great stuff. Absolutely. That I've been able to take with me beyond that, and I can easily look at both of those things and you have be to like, look at it objectively here are the good and the bad right even in a place that's like awesome there's going to be some shitty things too absolutely you know like, there's no such thing as a perfect job no like i was talking with a guy today who said he well, maybe did. there is maybe people someone somewhere likes their job uh, like without any caveats but. I, I i find that hard to believe that's a utopia that doesn't exist right like, I was talking to a guy today who gave a Black Panther a B. I'm like, all right, present, all right, present your case. Had very, very valid points. I was like, I can't fault you there, buddy. Right. Like, I, I don't agree I with like, you, but I can't fault you. I said, I go, I don't agree with you. I go, but your points are very valid, and I understand why you feel that. Right, yeah, sure. And I was like, kudos yeah. to you, sir. Like, I respect that. Sure, yeah. And um, I was like, those are the situations where I'm like, you've got to be able to. It's hard. I mean, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I don't do this all the time. I mean, there's times where I'm like, fuck that shit. I mean, you've all heard it on here plenty of times, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my bullshit rants and stuff like that. What? No, I what? think this is probably the first time anyone's ever heard that. But, you know, the ability to stop and look at everything from both sides, as many sides as you can, just helps inform the situation. Yeah. And I feel like if you only leave with that, I'm going to call it a false perspective. Okay. It's not going to do you any good. Right. Because if you leave there saying the only thing that was good about that job was I got paid on time, I'm yeah. like, okay, what else? What else did you learn? Did you learn any skills? Did you test yourself in any other way? Did you meet any people? Did you network with anything? Like, did you? It's got to be more than that. I have to believe that it's more than that. Yeah. And there's some. If you were there for two weeks, I get it. And you were gone. Fine. Not going to happen. Sure. If you're there for a year, two years, right, or there's, whatever. There's no way that you have not picked something up. There's that you're no using way. Yet. Again, even if it was like the hotel that I worked at, you still picked up something. There was a positive thing Absolutely. about that place, and you got to be able to look at that. Yeah. So I will now stop talking about that and turn it over to you. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel about the same. I, I, I tend to like it a little bit more than you. Uh, I've, I've used Glassdoor quite a bit to, mm -hmm. to look at places that I'm interested in or uh, I have written reviews on there before. Sure. Um, I will briefly give you that story when I worked at the container store. Um, I feel like uh, I loved working at the container store when I first worked there. When they went public, <clears throat> uh, I feel like the culture changed. And I was not a fan of how the store was being managed, managed at the man mm, hard to say. Mm. Being managed at the time, uh, the store specifically that I worked at, how it was being managed at the time. Um, and I, I wrote a glass door review saying as much. Basically, we, we, we work... Uh, basically the frontline people, boots on the ground people work so hard and the managers sit in behind closed doors, which they shouldn't. They should be out on the floor seeing what's going on in their store. I said, you know, they, they don't know how to, uh, you know, they, something, basically we, we would design closets there. We would do this and this. I'm like, they can't, basically they can't do when we're super busy. They pull people away from another busy area because they themselves can't design a closet because they don't know how the system works. Mm -hmm. And it would I was super pissed about that. Yeah. And so I wrote wrote a review, basically kind of putting it out there, saying you know it, it's it it is a this specific store. And I I started too with I I've loved my time at the Container Store, 
this store is currently mismanaged mm-hmm. and here's why. And I laid it out, mm-hmm. which I thought was a very not ranty thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got, I got, uh, I got called in by the GM mm-hmm. and he goes, so we call all the reviews that go up on many sites and mm-hmm. uh, DFW, which is Dallas Fort Worth. That's where the headquarters is. DFW uh, found one. Uh, that was a little, um, it, 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 it caused them pause. And, uh, well, here it is. And they had printed it out. This sounds like this is you. Oh, shit. Sounds like your voice. You can't fucking do that. And I was like, I, I stared at it, and it was totally mine. And I was like, I could do, in, like, in that split-second decision-making that seems like it has lasted five minutes, I was like, okay, you got one of two options here. A... You can lie and go, that's not me. Glassdoor's anonymous. There's no way they can prove that was me. Mm-hmm. There's no, if I say no, mm-hmm. they have no, literally no way to prove it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So I could lie. I could say no. Or I could go, fuck you. That was me. Mm-hmm. And that's where that side of Justin was born, mm-hmm. essentially, where mm-hmm. like, let's, let's, that was, that's where the D part of me was born. That's where it's like, let her ride. I'm like, you know what? You want to talk? Let's, let's talk, talk, asshole. Yeah. yeah. So I went, yeah, that's mine. Mm-hmm. And I just stared at him. I was like, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. And because I expected, he probably expected me to go, well, uh, well, I, yeah, I wrote that, but I didn't, you know. So yeah. I was like, yep, that's mine. <laughs> and I just sat and stared. I'm like, let's ride the silence out. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And he's like, well, I, so, and then he proceeded to go point by point through the entire thing with me and make me explain why I felt this way and this mm. and this, and then gave me counterpoints to this. And oh, I was like, wow. So he didn't even listen. Oh, so yeah. So didn't even listen. I finally got out of there. Didn't lose my job. Nothing happened. It wasn't penalized at all, but I was just like, it pissed you me off. You just proved my point. Right. I was like, this is, this is proving my point. It pissed me off too, because I was like, this is supposed to be anonymous. I'm supposed to be able to give a review of this place. That is an honest review. And somehow I get called in and dinged for this. Yeah. And I was just, it really, it really irked me. Well, because that's the thing, too, and that's what I think kind of really... But in general, I am a fan of the services because well, I, feel, I feel like with Yelp, I've, I've found some decent reviews. I yeah. love the photos that you can upload, yada, yada, yada. Sure, and I, I would also like to add on there, like, it's the extremes that I don't like on there. Exactly. Because those people are idiots, and like any situation in life, the extremes usually are like, you're like, fuck off. But that's what frustrates me is because those are also the loudest ones. They'll get the most attention. Absolutely. The people that are rational and give good pros and cons and stuff like that, they're usually like, all right, cool, thanks. Right. And it just goes right. on, whatever. As the long people, as the pros and cons are equal. If it's slanted, it, it yeah. You know, or it's something that's like drastically not true or someone's right. saying like, someone's doing something illegal at right. your place. It's like, wait, what? Right. Um, it's one of those things where, you know... <laughs> I, and the GM's moving black tar heroin through the stock room. <laughs> I've seen it, I've man. seen it with my own two eyes. <laughs> um, it, the, the thing is that I have, I've also realized about that, too, is people go there because they don't have a place to voice their opinion at their job. Oh, that's an interesting point. And that is an instance of a greater problem because if you really read, you really read yeah. the really bad reviews – They'll give you clues as to what's really bothering them. That's a really good fucking They leave point. hints. They leave breadcrumbs. Yeah. Where yeah. what's really bothering them is like their day-to-day stuff. Yeah. And they feel like they can't go and tell someone. And I think that's the stuff that also makes me very sad. Yeah. Is that 
these people just want to be able to voice their opinion and not get what happened to you. Right. Which right. is like, hey, X, Y, and Z. And they're like, well, let me give you counterpoint, counterpoint, and counterpoint. It's not a yes and situation. Right. Because that's hard. I, uh, I, I recently was watching this uh, webcast uh, from the, uh, was it the Association of Training and Development? Okay. And there's a guy out in uh, L.A. who uh, teaches and coaches improv, performs improv, but also for his job, he like teaches, does like the whole like improv in the business sort of stuff. And he was doing like a, an hour long webcast, and I listened to it. And he did this really cool thing. He was giving like ideas of how you can incorporate improv into the workplace mm-hmm. as training purposes. And he gave one that was uh, someone while he was explaining um, what yes and was was like. Can you give an example of how people have used that sort of ideology in the workplace successfully? And he yeah. goes, "Great question. Let me give you an example." And he gave an example of. A woman who was a supervisor at a government organization. So, I don't know. He didn't really say. It was like, he said a local municipality. He said she had an employee who came up to her and said, Hey, um, I think I'm doing really well. And I basically want an off-cycle raise. Um, their raises are tied to their annual reviews. So, she wanted to say no. And say that and then, then be done with it. Yeah. And that seems like a very natural thing to say instead she said yes and then froze and was like oh shit because she's been taking this yes and stuff oh shit so she said yes and i'm very impressed with what you're doing if you continue with your progress and you keep this up come review time i'm going to talk to you about getting a possible double merit increase Oh, interesting. So what Way she did was it. she acknowledged it. She could have just said, no, sorry, I can't do that. It's tied yeah. to that. But instead she said yes. She still told him no. Right, right. But she said she acknowledged him for what he's been doing. Interesting. And also said, if you keep this up, we can talk about it in the future. Yeah. Which is a great way of saying no. Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The the and that's when I look at, when I hear this, what this general manager, general See? What this general manager said. Um. That would have been a great opportunity for him to be like, hey, look, A, did you write this? And if you say yes, he'd be like, look, I'm really glad that you shared this. Right. This hurts to read. This really hurts to read because I'm in charge of the store and it sucks that you feel that way. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Right. Like, let's let's break this down and let's talk about that. Now, odds are he may not have been able to change anything. No, probably not. If it's publicly owned, stockholders, all that sort of yeah. shit. But you know what? He could have at least tried. Right. He could have tried to. That's that's a moment. And I saw so many of those moments in my life. Yeah. Where, you know, people just, they had a moment to, to help coach me or at least listen to me. Right. And one of the things that infuriated me, <laughs> young, I wasn't like a real riot guy, <laughs> but I got pretty furious yeah, about yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I remember I was telling my manager all these things that were wrong. And I was like, look. This person has why this person's in charge of marketing. Why are they running the hotel? They shouldn't have that much power. Right. What's going on with this? What's going on with that? I was like, this is wrong. We shouldn't be treating people this way. And he just looked at me and exhaustedly said, Doug, you can't fight City Hall. And I was like, what the fuck kind of answer is that? You can't fight City Hall. You defeatist asshole. Like, you can't fight City Hall. Right. Like, you're probably right, but so what does that mean? Right, you just roll over and we take it? We just keep doing this? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. I'm like, you can't fight it, but people can set it on fire. <laughs> that was my response. I was like, yeah, but people can light it on fire. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, do you th- there's no way this can continue. Like, without acknowledge, like, if you refuse to acknowledge 
what I'm bringing up, or if you refuse to acknowledge yourself that there is a problem, which there blatantly is, then this just go. This just continues. Yeah. And this just gets run into the fucking ground. Yeah. What, how do you not? Yeah. Like. And honestly, you can argue maybe a revolution needs you, to happen. You can argue that they were very successful. <laughs> they were. They made a lot of money on that sort of stuff. Yeah. But at what cost? Right. You know what I mean? And to them, they probably didn't give a shit. How much more money could they have made is the better question. Well, also, the thing that sucks is they also tried to peddle this bullshit about how amazing the culture is. And you'd have a trainer come in That's for two days. That's the thing that hurts the most. That's what it is because yeah. it's like you... You're lying. Well, no, that. It's like you're showing me all this stuff. You're having this outside trainer come in who's amazing and talk about all this stuff. And I know we can't do any of this stuff right. because you won't let us. Right. You don't empower us to do this. Yeah. Like, I have nothing... If someone has a bad stay, I have nothing at my disposable disposal to make it right because you won't let me take money off the rates. Right. I can't do that. I can't do anything. You tie my hands and you're like, you guys are the front line. You guys have all the power. Yeah. No, we don't. So that's like sending people out in an army to the front line but saying, hey, you can have Nerf guns. So you've got you got guns, you got things that you can shoot at them. Yeah. But it does jack shit. Yeah. Or hey, look, I know these clips are supposed to hold thirty bullets, but we only have ten for you. Right. So good so luck. Good luck. Yeah. You only have a third of what you could really do. Yeah. And then you have to get creative. You've got knives. Yeah. Use right? those. You get really creative. All of a sudden, someone invents some really incredible bomb that they can use. Like you'd be surprised the kind of shit we would pull off. Oh, I'm with sure. Yeah. Service to try and sell people on things. To like you made this out of happy. sawgrass and. Moss from a rock? It's like happened? we turn into like prison people who are able to somehow ferment <laughs> alcohol out of yeah. God knows what, just trying to figure that shit out. And and I guess that's the stuff that when when I hear stories about that, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Because I'm like, we can do better. When you say that managers were behind closed doors instead of being out there because they're not serving leaders. That's right. not a servant right. leadership. And that infuriates me because at the end of the day, you can have a good work experience if people care and they try to do that. Because if you had a leader, can you imagine what it was? And it probably was like that before they went we, public. We had some, some yes. yeah. I, there was a guy in my company who started out as um, an associate director and ultimately became a director. Yeah. Which was awesome. But as an associate director, almost all the associate directors had offices. Okay. And I realized that he s sat out on the floor in the cubicles with everyone else. And at one point I go, hey. I know they cleared you a spot in this other guy's office to share with him. You going to move in there? He goes, no. He goes, I want to be out here. Wow. That's he goes, awesome. It's important for me. He goes, I'm closer to everybody. He goes, I'm still trying to get to know everybody. He goes, I, I want to I make sure that I'm close to everyone. And I was like, well done. That's cool. And That's real cool. It was no surprise to me that later on he became a director. Yeah. And just talking to him for five minutes makes you want to be a, an amazing human being. Yeah. Because you hear him just like, he's just, he gets it. He understands like what it means to... When to put the pressure on, when to, you know, really promote people and, and like what motivates people and, yeah. and when people are bad and how you got to coach them out. And like, I'm like, oh, my God, I get such a boner for this stuff nowadays. <laughs> you really fucking it's do. Not it. even, I love it. It's, it's I absolutely just, love it. We work too much in our lives to be fucking miserable. You know what I mean? Amen, brother. Like, and I've gotten a brief glimpse of a life, a work life that I really love and I have the support that I need from the people that are great, that are willing to invest in me. Yeah. And all I want to do is share that with everyone else. And I do my best. I do whatever I can. Like, if I can give back to somebody, yeah. you bet your ass that I'll try. Yeah. I'll try my best to just lend a hand because I'm like, look, man, someone took a chance on me. Right. You know, they, they looked at me. They, they understood. They were able to understand that I had the skills. And they're like, 
Doug, let's give Doug a shot. Right. And in, in, in my current job, they did that to me twice. They gave me a shot twice, right. and I feel like that I met their expectations and beyond. Yeah, no, you've times. been, you've, you've found a fucking, you, you've locked in in your current job. And I look at that, and, you know, they've already talked this year, too, about, hey, look, uh, you know, you may not have a formal, like, educational background in this, but we're going to try and get you some classes so that you will. I'm wow. like, that's what I'm talking about right. right there. Right. Like, you guys are like, let's make you better. You're investing in me. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, if anything, that makes me more loyal. <laughs> that's so cool. Because <laughs> why would I leave? I'm like, you guys are right. you guys are giving me the tools right. like, that Absolutely. I want to be in, and I want to use them here, like, in... If for some reason I do have to leave for some reason, for I'm now better, right? Because I put my time and effort in there, and I'm like, God, you know, I keep going back to that general manager. Like, what a fucking missed opportunity! Yeah, 100%. what an opportunity to hundred percent to sit down with a ground level employee and be like, Wow, because how cool would that have been if he had done that? And like, everyone was like, Holy shit! Not only did Justin write like this review. They called him out on it. He said yes, and then they actually like talked to him, right? And listened to him, right? Like, imagine which what, what would have spread. That would that was a, that could have been a spark to create something great at right. that location, and what a squandered opportunity. Absolutely, you know. And instead of that happening, you know what happened? You know what it turned into? It turned into a motherfucking throwdown. <laughs> Uh, I thought uh, I had some ideas, but I just abandoned them when we started on the Glassdoor thing because yeah. I thought, how fun would it be to do Yelp reviewers versus Glassdoor reviewers? Ugh. Like, come on. So it's just fucking two armies coming over the hill at each other, running down into a gully. Just and with their words. <laughs> I feel like the Yelp reviewers are like... If, if you've seen the movie The Patriot. Okay, yeah. They're much like the English army. Okay. Very hoity-toity. Very much, you know, prim and proper. I feel like they have the numbers, too. And they the glass door people are like the American revolutionaries. Okay. Farmers with pitchforks, you know. I feel like the, the, the glass door people are a little bit more... Spe- they, for some reason, they have specializations. They just... Because both sides are angry. Yeah. But the way in which the Yelp people go into great detail, like, about their customer service experience. Yeah. Whether good or bad is fucking obnoxious. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. So, whereas Glassdoor people kind of get to the point and they move on. Yeah, but I feel like Glassdoor is almost a little bit more... I don't know. I just feel like the people on there are more... Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Because I, I mean, I, I was thinking there, there. I was gonna say there, there may be more um, disorganized on Glassdoor. On Glassdoor, it seems more like a. Well, I'm here to serve myself, whereas Yelp seems like it's like I'm complaining too. We're to com- we're complaining together. Or Yelp's together. like I am a super user. <laughs> I have a rank and title, <laughs> not yeah. unlike the British Army. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, drank at Elephant and Castle. Don't know if you knew that. British Army really well known for uh, spending their time in the pubs. Naturally, at the uh, at the Elephant and Castle, but you know, high rank, hoity-toity, you know, very, you know, these people feel like, you know, they're the kind of people who are like, I'm an elite yelper, I'm gonna take your business down. Right. It's like what? Which, by the way, if you've listened to the best bar podcast ever, you know, 
to all the Yelpers who are listening right now, it doesn't fucking matter. No. Bartenders do not give a shit. Yeah. The best the best is when, and Milos has talked about this, where he's like, people will go, oh, I'm going to write about this on Yelp. And he's like, great. M-I-L-O-S-S-T-V-E-N-O-V-I-C. Yeah. That's my name. He's yeah. like, call me out. I love reading them. I do the same thing at the hotel when people are like, I'm going to report you to the Better Business Bureau. I took off my, <laughs> my uh, name tag. I go, here's my name. Go ahead and copy that down. I go, here's yeah. the card to my manager. You can go ahead and have that too. I was like, right. here's what I'm going to do. Cover it up. They're like, I want your name. I'm just like, there you go. Take it. Like, what do you want? Like, You're welcome. There's nothing yeah. There's nothing that I'm going to do to please you on this. Yeah. So take it. There it is. Yeah. I want to make sure you spell it right. <laughs> so there's an E on the end, motherfucker. You know? Right. So do you, so just, so you think the Yelpers would be almost too hoity-toity to take down the, the glass doors? I mean, if we're talking like a battle of words, Yelp's going to win. I okay. Mean, those guys are going to drown them in, in, in any sort of glass door. I feel like the glass door people would be, they'd be fighting back with words and finally go, oh, fuck it. And just walk, just walk if away. If it was a physicality, if I could take the average glass door yeah. person against the average Yelper, I'd give it to the glass door person. Now, why? Because the Yelp person is going to be uh, my, my, my physical like image of them. Yeah. Is the manifestation. Some, is some brittle. Uh, <laughs> Brittle human being with a top hat holding a martini going, the burger came out overdone and I wanted it medium rare. Maybe they're actually saying the word Yelp. Yeah. They're just holding the, the martini glass. Yelp. 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 Whereas the glass door people are like, this is my job. This is my job. Here's how I've been treated wrong. Here's how I've been treated. Like the, the guy ah, that's like getting that out of prison. They're more of, they're, it's a more scrappy like, fuck. This. They've got stuff like tattooed on their knuckles <laughs> as they come at you. Made Glass it. Yeah. and door. That doesn't work out, does it? No. G-L-A-S. If they have it on, on the, the thumb. thumb. Yeah. Yeah. And then D-O-O. door. Yeah. Glass door. Bam, bam. But by words, I give it to Yelp. Hands down. Okay. So if They're it's- like the poet laureates of the <laughs> reviewer world. Yelp for the win! woo Guys, that was fun. That was fucking cool, man. And yeah. I want to I say thank you to Elephant and Castle for uh, allowing us to record here. This place is really fucking cool. Yeah, man. And so, if, yeah, if you guys want to come down, uh, check us out here. Uh, 185 North Wabash. 185 North Wabash. It's at the corner of Lake and Wabash uh, in the loop. Um, Mondays, 3 to 6, happy hour. It's Monday through Friday, rather. Uh, one and done Mondays. They also have that, which is they tap a keg at 5 p.m., uh, they pour it till it's gone. Three dollars for those. Three dollar pints. Tin up two day. Tin up Tuesdays. All tins twenty five percent off. Wine down Wednesdays. Goosed out Thursdays twenty five percent off. Goose Island drafts and bottles. And Saturday Sunday, you come in for your brunch. You got mimosas and Bloody Marys for five dollars. It's a cool place. They got some sweet food here too. So yeah, uh, they actually really do. I might. I'm probably gonna go upstairs and have some. some yeah, food. I'd like to check some stuff out. I'm just like checking out. They've got fried pickles, y'all. Fried motherfucking look. Ooh, calamari. Yeah. Perry Perry Chicken Pops, Castle Nachos. Wow. Okay. Uh, right? I'm yeah. saying, yeah. Like got some, yeah. some good shit here. So, yeah, come swing by. Check it out. 185 North Wabash. You got it. Woo, I finally got it. Woohoo! Uh, anything you want to recommend this week, Justin? Uh, two, do- two Dope Queens. Oh, they say three doors down. Three doors down. <laughs> they are such a good band. They speak to me in ways I've never thought I would be touched they by They were music. incredible at Trump's inauguration. That's right. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. That made me sad now. Uh, <laughs> you know, Two Dope Queens... Uh, um, it was a it's a podcast. Uh, they partnered with HBO to do a limited run series. I think I think it's a limited run. 
Um, it's cool as shit. These 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 girls are amazing. Um, just go watch it. Go listen to them. Two dope queens. Nice. I'd recommend. Uh, wow, his name is already. I'm had such a bad idea. Bad luck with names like this. Like last couple of weeks, I'm yeah. dying. Do you want me to help you out? Chris Rock's new special, there it is. Tambourine, yes, uh, is on Netflix. I checked it out; it's pretty good. Yeah, I d- it's worth it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, some really good bits in there. He gets real in it. Shares about his time getting divorced, which was pretty serious. And yeah, I, I appreciated him like sharing that with uh, the audience and stuff like that. So check that out. That's uh, <laughs> damn. I Justin. shocked myself on that one. Wow, Dang the it. straw was pointed the wrong way. I apologize. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was. So Chris Rock. <laughs> so check out Chris Rock Tambourine on Netflix streaming now. Yeah, man. So yeah, uh, this is awesome. This is great. I can't wait till we uh, have our first guest here. Yeah, it's we're gonna impress be. the shit out of them. Oh, we're gonna be like, hey, come to the basement. They're like, come to the basement. They we lock it behind us. Look, the thing is, it's well lit, and there's a glass window that's as most windows are. Yeah, <laughs> there's they are a glass. giant glass window. Uh, so people can see in. It's totally cool. It's totally it's it's cool. It's well lit. And it's they're about great. to run it, I think. So yeah. well, I already it's like gonna, it as it is. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm gonna have them. I'm gonna see if they can just put our our branding up all over the place, <laughs> or at least just one. Right. Put just, us up over there by uh, Beckham. You yeah. Know? Bend it like. Or over there by the chief that says bang on. Right. Or you can put it right here by the base. It's, it it's says, the base. On drought and in bottle. And in bottle. Yeah. Drink it out of a bottle. Drink it out of a bottle. Then they do the slurping noise with your straw. You got to drink it out of a bottle. There you go. Gross. Guys, you can find us on Facebook. Look for our page, Mind Gap there. Mind Gap Podcast, mind you. Uh, we are also on Twitter at Mind Gap Podcast. And you can find Justin out there. Somewhere out, out there. there. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes and on Stitcher and on Spotify. Spotify, where you can review us and subscribe to us. And we absolutely love to hear from you guys. So please do just take a moment, uh, subscribe to us, and, and take just a brief moment to review us. Just tell us what you think of the podcast. Tell other people what you think of it. Don't be like a glass door or a yelper. Uh, you know, be mindful when you're writing a review. Yeah, um, be honest, be, be honest, objective. be bang on, bang on, bang on, right? Um, where does that leave us? Subscribe to us. Oh, share us too. Yeah, sharing is caring. And twoeastdaith.com/slash mindgap. Twoeastdaith.com/slash the best bar podcast ever. Um, check us out on there. Yeah, guys, thanks so much. It's always a pleasure. And just remember, um, the British started, are coming. Started right here at Alfredton Castle. The British started here. They were at Elephant Castle. Mind Gap Podcast.